Three, two, one. I'm clapping. Okay. <laughs> clap back. <laughs> oh, I can't clap. Know. Why can't you clap? <laughs> well, I can clap, yeah. but you won't hear it because you only got one hand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smack yourself in the side of the face. That will work. Just that's. <laughs> <laughs> in the nuts. No. On my desk. All right. Um, nuts on your desk. <laughs> I don't oh, want to talk about it. Oh, dear, dear. So are we triumphantly coming out of Zelenogorsk right now, Rene, with all the loots, everything, backpacks That was going to be stuff. my question to you. <laughs> no, that's my question to you. All right, all right. Are we doing I... that, Rene? Do we have AKs, M4s? Do we have a life? Do we... What? Well, God, tell them. I'm afraid we perished. We um, went down in the city... I think we shot a couple of zombies and we got separated from each other a little bit because you were already in the base. I wasn't. Mm. And I was just moving more south towards the piano building. And when I went around the corner, basically around the garages next to the well, there were two guys. They started shooting at me. One of them went unconscious and then the other one killed me. And I was basically stuck in a corner. I wanted to back off, but I couldn't because it was a dead end. And something happened to you too. What, what, what happened from your side? Well, I think I got into what's known as the comfort zone of DayZ. When you're playing DayZ and you've played it for a number of hours and mm. you feel completely and utterly safe and you're just cruising through. You're on autopilot and, yeah, that's what happened with me. I was I was in the base. I didn't feel in the slightest bit in, in under any threat whatsoever and mm -hmm. next thing I hear was you shouting oh I'm being shot at I'm being shot at so of course <laughs> I came running like 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 the hero I was trying to be I just turned the corner to see the guy that had killed Rene lifting his gun to shoot me square in the face and I died so yeah yeah not a successful run no well not a successful end I think it was a good run but yeah I mean, it was all right. We didn't really achieve much other than our first ever podcast. But um, <laughs> That's a big achievement. That's an achievement. In fact, to, to talk about that for a second, Rennie, I, I must mm. admit, uh, you know, when you first mentioned this to me, you said, podcast, FT, podcast, I want to do a podcast. And I said, go on then, Rennie, off you go. Go and do your podcast and <laughs> have your 10 people listen, watching it, no, listening to it. Because I won't be listening to it. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't, no one listens to podcasts. <laughs> They're so 1950s. And you said, no, but I really want to do this. I said, okay, okay. So you, you got my arm against my back, lifted it up, and I came along for the for the journey for what I thought would probably be a single episode, and I'd be able to say to you, see, Rene, no one wants to watch or listen to a podcast. But <laughs> seems seems I'm wrong. Yeah, man, there's, I actually, it exceeded my expectations. You asked me what I expected, and I and I was like, I don't know. Did, did you know, though? Did you have a, a figure in? Because you, you you must have had some idea or some thoughts or some aspirations for, for a, a viewing figure. I, I, up front, I didn't. But when you asked me, I started thinking about it. And I think a couple of hours later or something, I, I was like, you know, I would be happy if we would get a thousand views or listens. And we exceeded that by a lot. So I'm happy. And, mm. and I'm here for I episode you're two. happy too. Yeah. So I guess I must be, you know, I'm as happy as I get. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're very happy. Very yeah, happy yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. 
keep telling me. Well, you are. You're enjoying the game. You're enjoying the podcast. You're enjoying the talk. I'm not doing, enjoying the fact I can't get through this gate. Oh, it, by the way, people, we are playing the game again. Now, there was yeah. some... I don't know if I'm going to jump in here where I shouldn't do, where I'm going off-piste, Renee, where I'm not following it's, the it's notes. Because okay. we've made notes <laughs> as well. But um, there was feedback, and some of the feedback was we shouldn't be playing the game. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We got a couple of comments like, you know, people weren't expecting the fact that we were playing the game. We said it right at the start that we that we were playing the game. So some people got surprised by the fact that we were doing that. I feel pretty good about playing the game while doing this because it also maybe provides you uh, a little bit of, uh, well, everyone a little bit of the feel of Daisy. I found mm. a tent. I found a camp. Sorry. An actual camp? Yeah. With, with stuff? Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's a UMP in it. Hmm. Doesn't have a Mac, I think. No, it doesn't. So, last week we did uh, like an introduction of ourselves and we did a 2016 uh, recap. And I think, well, we thought it was a pretty good way to start out the podcast. So if people jumped in, you know, at least there was a basis of something we talked about and we basically touched everything. Some things briefly... Uh, some things more extensively and first of all well ft briefly mentioned it but uh, thanks for the lots of feedback the emails the youtube comments the tweets we had the soundcloud comments and i had some responses on discord you know <laughs> a lot of different mediums to to get responses on but uh, i was surprised by by the big amount of people that actually responded and then that enjoyed it so thank you for that the podcast is also available on iTunes. I think a lot of people actually listen to it on YouTube. You can do that if you want. You're free to do whatever you want. But it might be the wrong way to listen to a podcast. The best way to listen to a podcast, in my opinion, is to uh, listen it on your phone. There's applications uh, that, you know... Are I haven't got remember. a phone, really. Well, like I said, you're not mandatory to do anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, there are people out there, third world and all that, that don't have phones. So if they want to yeah. watch it on YouTube, I think they should. But sorry, go on, I interrupted you rudely there. You're going to tell them all about how they should watch it using some sort of <laughs> podcast program. Well, it's uh, it's it's uh, more convenient to do that. So you can, uh, you can download it, listen to it offline while you're on the road or that kind of stuff. So you still bring a little bit of Daisy with you if you want to. If you've got a phone. If you've got a phone. Or an iPod, something like that. I've got an iPod. Yeah, you can use that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can use whatever you want, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, I use my phone. It's available on iTunes. iTunes is the biggest uh, available platform for podcasts. Uh, so uh, if you like the podcast or not like the podcast, it would really help us out if you would leave a review on that. If you have an iTunes account or something like that, uh, please go there and... Uh, rate it we got a couple of responses and reactions we want to uh, actually want to react on is that us reacting to reactions yes that's like that could be its own youtube channel and <laughs> video and everything that's ST and Rene react to reactions <laughs> react. of their podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> we could do that but uh in, for this podcast oh, yeah for this podcast i just wanted to you know i picked up uh, picked out a few uh, comments where I wanted to respond on 
And the first one is uh, is mentioned by John or Joe. Sorry, <laughs> I still don't know how to pronounce it. John. It's, it's, it's John. John. John? Okay. Well, his question is, do you think 100 pop servers should come back to DayZ? Do you have an idea of that, FT? Uh, I don't think they're necessary. I don't think 100 pop servers... I mean, maybe it's something that you want to aim for, but um, I think 60 pop servers have made a difference. It's only 10 above 50, which is the norm. Mm -hmm. But if you push that up to 75, that seems to be like the golden figure. 75 or, you know, 80. 75 or 80. I think that's where they mm -hmm. need to... They get to that that sort of figure, then you're gonna you really are going to be seeing more interaction all over the map. I mean, the thing is, as we discussed last week, with with the changes to the map and the spawns, you're seeing interaction spread more more evenly across the map now as it is. But you know, you, you obviously increase the player base, the population, and mm -hmm. yeah. But obviously, people have got to pay for these, and they pay per slot for the servers. So yeah. there is that to consider. Uh, Daisy's not a, not a cheap thing to host, so um... no. I think it will become a little bit cheaper though, and I do feel maybe seventy five is is like the max you would like to see. I think you know it's not a wrong figure to to want a hundred pop servers if you're gonna you know if you want to play on it. It's that's a different story, but you know I think they should definitely try and make it more available. When modding comes out, I think it will it will partly be the you know people will make it themselves, right? It doesn't matter if devs want it or not. I don't think they can restrict it's, that sort of figure. It's whether or not the game can cope with that amount, you know, that that amount of players on a server. Because you know, yeah, you know true. as well as I do, when we first started playing the experimental, some of the experimentals that um, had. Um, small pops on them initially. They were, they were so smooth. You know, you could, you could, you could. Every single action you did, every everything you interacted with was was so smooth. And obviously, the the greater the server pop, the greater the load on the server. And, and if it's going to mess up with the, the way Daisy plays, then you've really got to consider that. Yeah, no, of course, of course. But you know, they can't restrict it. So surely it will come. They had the same thing in the mod, right? In the mod, we were also struggling, and this is maybe getting a little bit more technical than I would want to. But in the mod, at some point, we were also struggling for frames. And then uh, DayZ mod Day Zero came out, and it will probably also one of the mods that will probably be in standalone. But uh, that one, they actually removed the grass from the ground. So basically, it gave you like 20 more FPS which was, you know, the mod didn't run smooth either. So it was a very welcome change for that as well. I think a lot of people, they will be able to change something like that. So surely there will be 100 person servers, maybe supported by the de developers, maybe not. I don't think it's necessarily needed. I would certainly see like to see more players on, the, on all the servers. Yeah, 75 players, I would be happy with that. Uh, just step by step, uh, hundred persons. I don't, I don't specifically see the need for it, but I do expect it to come. So, I mean, do you know how long they've had? We went from fifty to sixty, didn't we? And that seems like a while. Was that point six zero? So probably mm, a year. Yeah. We've had sixty man servers. So the, the transition from sixty to the next one, which should ideally be seventy, or maybe it will go straight to seventy five. 
You know, that hasn't happened in 12 months. So, mm. yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, since June, to be completely precise. Six or seven months then, so, yeah. Yeah, of course, it hasn't happened yet. They already tried to uh, go for the 75-person uh, test. They also did 100-person uh, uh, slot test, and that that didn't run smooth at all, to be honest. But it was fun, nevertheless. I remember seeing like videos of 15 new spawns running after this random guy with a gun <laughs> trying to knock him out. That was fun. But if you kind of get a false when they when they launch these servers, you get a false feeling because they'll launch a server on an experimental and and 75 people will be fresh spawns. So 75 people are spawning all along the coast and it makes yeah. it feel a lot more claustrophobic because that's not that's not natural. You know, as as a server has grown yeah, in its time, people have moved in inland, and you, you've probably only got ten or fifteen people spawning on the coast. So, and and as I say, as as it, but we never got that far through because the servers have never been stable enough. I remember playing the seventy-five man servers, the um, mm -hmm. experimentals, and it it was interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah, no, it was surely it was fun. I think I even made a video about it, but uh, yeah. All right, so the next one, Molly corrected us uh, in in the comments, and she said that I'm not 100% uh, sure how to make a mod, but you can use them on the Xbox and PS4 too, because we last time we said you know we didn't think it was it was possible to to use mods on the on the consoles, but uh, yeah, mm. apparently it is. So uh, yeah, that was our mistake from last time, which is corrected. The only one. They only make one mistake, did we? Well, probably not. <laughs> oh, right. This is uh, a comment by uh, Brian Neal. And he says, there are different ways to play the game. Friendly, Bandit, Survivor, Psycho. Which one do you enjoy the most? Do you have an answer to that? Me? Yeah. Oh. Friendly, Bandit. I don't know. I mean, I don't like the Psycho. I think that that's a little bit disturbing. Because... <laughs> you know, you kind of have to get into whatever playstyle you want to adopt in Daisy. You you kind of have to get into it, and I don't feel, I don't feel overly comfortable being a psycho. Um, mm -hmm. When I did the Bandit series, I found it so much more easy to kill people without without the human aspect coming into play. So if if I didn't have to speak to someone, then it wasn't so difficult just to kill a bunch of pixels in front of my face. As soon as the human aspect comes in, and they say hello or speak to you then it's so much more difficult because mm. you know you're dealing with someone that's perhaps run for a couple of hours or maybe even longer than you know the character could be five six seven hours long old sorry playing different roles is it does affect the way your feelings are for that character and your feelings are for yourself as well you know it doesn't it's not just about going ahead and the way i see it anyway i'm not getting too heavy about this you know it does alter the way you feel your emotions when you know as you're playing the game if you're going to play mm. a complete bastard and kill people all the time it's something i really struggled with when i was playing the bandit it's it's because it's not i've spent so long playing a more friendly playstyle that it was it was very difficult to adapt that said by the time i got through to the end of the episode at the end of the series the last episode i was finding it a lot easier <laughs> a, hell yeah. of a lot easier so you um, had, like, bandit practice. Yeah, but I still, if I'd spoken to someone, I still found it difficult, and I still do. 
you know, yeah, I, I can always see the human behind the behind the player character. And it, it was it, for Toby, it was completely different. He could uh, one one particular point, he'd, he'd spoken to someone, and he said to me, "I got the gun, and Toby didn't have the gun. The guy hadn't seen me." And he said, "Right, you're going to come over and kill him, just like that, you know, as as, as mm -hmm. if as if it was so easy to do." And I said, well, no, I can't now. You've spoken to him, and he—he's a person, and he's—he's he's been really nice to you. He didn't kill you. He's got a gun. He could have shot you. Mm -hmm. And you know, it just—it surprised me a little bit. Toby was just, oh, I don't care. I, I, if I was, because after we we discussed it, and he said, oh, I would have been absolutely ha quite happy killing him. <laughs> yeah, it's just just surprising how how it affects different people. Some people can yeah, just of course. detach completely from it, and other people. You know, perhaps take it a little bit more seriously. I don't know. Yeah, that was a long-winded, very long-winded answer to the question. I think. But that's that fine. That's but... fine. We can share our thoughts. That's. I, I wanted to ask you a follow-up question, and that is, that don't you feel the same, or shouldn't you feel the same about the people you killed and didn't talk to, because you don't know what their story is, right? Well, it, yes and no, because I mean, if you don't, if you haven't spoken to someone. You can detach from it a lot easier if you've spoken mm -hmm. to someone. It's a lot more difficult. That's the way I find it. I, I can, I can perfectly come up with a reason in my own mind to kill someone. I just find it, it it's a lot easier to detach. Uh, uh, there's, there's usually a reason why you would, you would, you would do what you you do to kill someone, um, even mm -hmm. as a bandit. It's easy enough to put a reason into place. Put it that way. So no, I don't, I don't find that difficult. Hmm. Well, I I do I do find that those kind of stuff difficult because because you go to the next level. You don't just think about the the, the person at, at that that moment. You think about the character, and you go you go far deeper, don't you? Well, I usually I'm not so into you know who is the character uh, f from the other people. Uh, I do ask them a lot of questions like where did they come from, and I want to know everything. If I, if I could, I wanted to ask everything, like where did they came from, what is their name, did they see anyone else, do they have any friends with them? Uh, I think that is, you know, very important information, probably questions that everyone should ask another survivor he meets, because it is just, it's, it's necessary to need that information, because it could give you like a mission or a story or, you know, whatever. And could get you killed. It could get you killed as well, but I do think it's far more important and valuable to give some meaning to your life, uh, like an alternative meaning, than something you're maybe already doing at that moment. Um, for example, the other day I came across this guy, and he he just told me he got. I think I was near Novi Sabor, and he said there is there is a massive shootout near uh, Gorka. And I ended up at Gorka, and indeed I heard like a lot of shots, and I could have like mixed up in it, but I decided I didn't because, you know, he was he's, he was saying like there was a big group killing everyone, and if I didn't know that, I might have maybe taken a closer look, and most people probably would have, but I got beaten up by zombies so much before, just before, that I just didn't want to do it at that time, and that's just a choice I could make. Because this guy gave me the information I needed to make that specific decision. And I think that's something very valuable. Hmm. What about, though, but you, you don't know what it would feel like to kill on site because you never have. 
That's not true. I have killed on no, site. No, no, you haven't. No, 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 you haven't been a callous kill on site. Per- no, in the, what? Well, let me let me rephrase <laughs> that, because I know that in the mod days you did do that sort of thing. But yeah, since since the standalone, you've you've taken this very high moral ground that you will not kill on site, and that you you feel that those that do kill on site are people that are playing. The, well, it's a bit harsh to say playing the game wrong, but. You do you do take a bit of a moral high ground here, don't you? Um, yeah, I sometimes I do. Sometimes sometimes I get angry. Um, I think a lot of people sometimes get angry at at people who just, you know. I often you know just to talk about uh, 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 Paul, for example, and you've probably been there too. Like, you know, sometimes you see people just kill someone else, and someone. Some people just get really salty, like, why did this happen, and why did you just kill me? I don't have a gun, I just ran all this way, and, you know, I'm not the only one. And I don't mind too much if people kill me. I usually try to learn from my experiences, but sometimes I just feel bad about what happened, you know. Sometimes you could have done something way different than than you should have. Sometimes you take a too fast approach. But Daisy is the kind of game that punishes you immediately for wrong decisions. But uh, I love people that try and shoot me. <laughs> I do. You love I do. them? I absolutely love it. <laughs> if they miss, it's fucking... I shouldn't really swear, but it's, it's, it's epic. It's, it really is. Because if they miss, then it gives you a whole reason to... to, to a whole new reason to, to go and kill them. And it's so satisfying. It's, it, that there's, is there's true, nothing. especially if you get out on top, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I it's... do feel that. Brilliant. But I think I and, uh, do run away f- way easier than you do, for example. No, I don't run away though, I think because yeah. I I just I always see it as an opportunity, and it's the it's an opportunity. Firstly, in my own mind and f- for my own satisfaction to do what I feel needs to be done, and I also then think to myself, there's a, there's an opportunity for a, a video to be made, but it, it but it's mm. not it's not like I do it. I play Daisy to make a video. I play Daisy to get um, the excitement out of the game, and then the, then the, the making of the video comes becomes a secondary aspect of that. It's just an offshoot. So um, yeah, of course. But yeah, I mean, if if you didn't have these people that were that we're shooting. I think we discussed it last time. Well, we touched on it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got you've got a very boring loot game, a very boring loot game with, with yeah. a beautiful backdrop. <laughs> yeah. that I wouldn't still be playing <laughs> if it was. No, I think it, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the beauty of DayZ is when you get uh, shot. You know, the tenseness of the game as well, and uh, that you have to watch your every step. Uh, we did indeed talk about that last time, so let's not <laughs> talk about it again. I guess. Yeah, moral high ground. I don't know. It's uh, it it's it's just more natural to me to to try and get some sort of story going. I always try to go on an adventure with enough with another survivor, and um, and I don't I don't like the fact, like you just mentioned, that uh, that a lot of people just, you know, they they just hey, is this you? I knew it was we've, you. We've, we've just met in game. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd be hanging your nose over all this loot here. 
just to specifically answer the question of if I play a friendly bandit survivor or a psycho, which one do I enjoy the most? You know, it sounds really cheesy maybe, but uh, I feel, you know, I try to behave as a survivor and I'm probably more on the friendly side, but I don't, you know, I don't like to put myself into into this solid box. And I, I know this is the same way everyone ans answers it, but uh, maybe that's just because it's true for me anyway. You want to be a hero? Well, I don't think people should say they are a hero. I'm striving for uh, helping people. It doesn't make me a hero. I make a lot of bad decisions too in my in my daisy lives. You're uh, my hero, Renee. <laughs> maybe sometimes. You are when you save me. When you leave me on the ground unconscious and bleeding out, and oh, you're, you're nothing. You're nothing I'm like a hero then. Yeah, that's it's also very. This is the thing, right? Heroes in Daisy standalone. You can be a hero for someone else in one occasion, but the guy who just saved you might as well just kill ten other people, brut you know, brutally. But he can still be my hero, and this is the the different aspect of you know a hero in Daisy. I think a hero to someone is a bandit to someone else. Yeah, it's very circumstantial, or how mm. do you say it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, that's, that's something else that we'll probably touch on and you'll probably tell me we're not allowed to talk about right now but because it's in the notes <laughs> that I should have read. <laughs> Someone will give me a hard time about that than say that because I have read them actually, I'm just joking. But um, a situation in DayZ can be so easily misconstrued as something else. You know, mm. just as you've said there, someone could seem like they're saving someone and could be brutally killed 10 other people to save one person not that that really happens very often but um sometimes it does sometimes you yeah. hear like stories you know we we both had encounters we recorded it on video and people you know and we saw them shooting at other people and they come back with the story yeah dude they shot at us first you know mm. and that could be the case but you know, sometimes but even if you, you watch just... something with your own eyes that you can't you can't be sure as to the, the, the backside of the story, you know, you could be seeing someone yeah. tying someone up and giving them, robbing them, but they, they could actually be doing that after being shot the themselves. And, yeah. yeah, and killing four teammates of the guy that is holding them up right now. Mm. Yeah. So, so should is... I have spoke about that, Renee? Was that, was that something we were going to talk about or not? Mm. We might uh, right. talk about that uh, in the future if there's more interest oh. on it. <laughs> I think we should leave your comments below. Leave your comments below. Sorry, go on, go on. We're on two two A paragraph B now, Renee. Go on. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we got another, and this is the last uh, like reaction we're gonna uh, talk about today, and that is the uh, I mean FFS. It's it's a name. It's maybe a little strange name, but it's a, it's a name. But he says I love to hear another one maybe exploring the broader aspects of the game, such as why Daisy feels different than other games. And I think why Daisy feels different than other games, I think we already touched that a little bit, you know, in this episode and last episode. And I think it's mainly because the amount of time spent, uh, the danger that is there, uh, always. Um, 
the fact that you can just meet random people and you don't know what you're up against. Uh, will they be friendly? Will they be... There is so much unsurety uh, in this game that I think that is the part and also the uniqueness, like the unique scenarios. Uh, you come across all like, you know, like you said last time, no, no scenario is the same. And I think that's all combined makes the Daisy experience. It's just a perfect storm, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, the um, that may that may come under the banner or the umbrella of of something else we could bring in here. Role play servers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know. Again, that's not. I'm off pieced all over the place, Rene. I know I'm going to be destroying your note system here, but <laughs> um, the the whole aspect of that side of it from is missing for someone that plays on a role play server where you have to initiate an interaction and your your violent tendencies you have to announce them so would you not would you not think that people that are playing on that sort of server um are perhaps missing out a little bit on that side you know you say that's the guy asked the question there what makes daisy unique you answer it with the fact that your life's on the line all the time mm-hmm. and those that play on those sort of servers don't have they, they st- they're still getting something out of the game you know yeah of course I so, think it's not, so it's not everything I think is probably the way I'm, where, where I'm going with this it's you know there, there's yeah, still that's true. there's still a lot more to it but yeah that's that's very true so Daisy is something for everyone else I like this game I picked it up mainly because it was a no a game without rules mm. and this is one of the main things why I picked it up, and I generally don't really like it if there's if there's rules. Uh, therefore, you know, also with events, there is also rules. What the, I mean, there are people that will go out and they'll play on a, a low pop server. They'll go out and play on mm-hmm. next to zero pop servers because they don't they don't want the very thing that you're discussing. You're you're saying is is the thing that you f- you feel is the is the big. The big draw mm. to Daisy. So, well, if people are are loading up on low pop servers and then go on high pop servers to to shoot someone, I think they should. I don't know. You should just always should grow some play balls. on high. Yeah. No. Well, you should do whatever you want, of course. But I think you're missing out on that experience because loading up on a high pop server is is far more rewarding, I think, than mm. uh, than just on a low pop server. Again. Daisy is something for everyone, and everyone should play how they want to play it. Within but yeah, everyone's going to have a different answer to that question. Not everyone. I mean, I, I would say the the overriding popular answer to that question would be the answer that you gave. That the feel you get mm. when um, you're running a character that is a number of hours old, and you know that any moment it's it's not so much the environment now because that that obviously was an issue at one time. Hmm. Um, but the environment doesn't tend to be so much of a threat. The wolves are a threat, and the zombies can be a bit of a threat, but it's more than likely going to be a bullet out of nowhere that finishes you. And that's that's yeah. the big threat the big threat and the big worry and the, the big draw for a high percentage I would say. Yep. No, that's yeah, that's true. And we'll have to uh see how it will evolve evolve in the future. Hmm. Alright, so Third person. Oh, hold on a second. I've got a can of worms. A can of worms? You heard that phrase? No. Opening up a can of worms. 
that it's so much trouble something yeah yeah we're, we're gonna be in trouble with this topic renee <laughs> i can feel it right away uh third person and first person yeah well it, the, the problem the problem i've got is it's done to death for one but i guess we're gonna have to cover it yeah you, at some point because it's in your notes isn't it it is in my notes to. yeah yeah <laughs> You're in my house now. I can hear you breathing down my neck. All right, all right. I'm coming up. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you before you see me because you're in first person and I'm in third person. That is very true. I'm in first person yeah. right now. Yeah, I saw you first. And I think you should be in uh, first person too. I wouldn't be able to see how wonderful my character looked if I was in first person. Of course you can. You just hit tap. You can see your character, and you can turn it around. Inventory. I, I have it bounced something different, but okay. Yeah, if you if you open your inventory, you can see... Okay, I'm running with my character and the inventory open now. He's, he's, he's static. He's standing still, doing nothing. He's not running. I can't, I can't see the action of the character. You can turn him around. Can't you make can him zoom run. in on his face. I don't you want to look do at his that. face. I want to look at his <laughs> ass. You can't do that in first person. <laughs> okay, I guess that's true. But uh, you, so you like to to look at your character? Yeah, that's not that's not the only thing though. I find What's... personally, hmm. I find personally playing. I didn't open that door for you to run out of. That was for me to go out of. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I will go back. Uh, no, you're, you're all right. I find it a little bit claustrophobic playing first person all the time. So hmm. if if I'm playing. In first person, it feels like my nose is very close to the ground. I don't find it quite as relaxing an experience. Well, it, it, in fact, I don't find it anywhere near as a relaxing experience. Um, quite the opposite. But first person is just more immersive. I, I can't disagree with that. Playing first person it is more immersive, but that's not always what I want. I want to be able to have a more relaxed gaming session and play in an environment that I don't feel... That I have to commit a hundred percent to the to the game. I can, I can talk to people. I can, if I'm streaming, I can talk to people in in the chat. I can pay less attention to the game because I'm slightly more removed from it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So, so you want to be less immersed? Well, no, I don't. I don't mean that. I, I mean, if I go into combat, I'll be straight into into first person and running it with with the first person aspect because I think it's far better to do it that way. But I think there should be the ability to choose, and that's another thing I have a big issue with. Hmm. The elitist attitude of the first person, not every first person player, but the elitist attitude of of a select few that feel that they have to push the first person perspective onto third person players and say this is the way daisy is this is the way it should be played if you're not playing mm -hmm. this way you're not playing daisy the correct way and you know yeah. to those people i just say well i i'm trying not to swear renee <laughs> so I, I shan't say <laughs> let's I, run I, this way past I, these yes i understand what you mean though it's um i i'm in a big fan of first person myself because I want to be more immersed into the game and I want to play first person because it's just more realistic in my opinion. I, you know, I imagine myself as a survivor in a post-apocalyptic world and this is the way I do it. And you just have one pr perspective as well. It's It's way harder to play first person because you only have your 
one point to look from while in third person you can look at a lot of different things from a lot of different angles uh, which is all the angles around your character basically but your peripheral view in real life is far greater than the view you get within a first person aspect of DayZ that is true uh, granted it's not the third person aspect that you get so so it's it's somewhere in between that there, there's not there's not a medium ground um, yes third not person. at the moment uh, there no. used to be an FOV slider but they removed that uh, mm. with good reason I think but maybe we'll get that back sometime in the, with the new player controller or something I don't know we'll have to wait and see I guess but the main thing with first person right is that works way better as well is the fights right if I see you I know you can see me and it's not lying behind a wall and the other guy cannot see me I cannot see you at the moment because I'm behind this bush but in first person in third person you just stand behind this bush and I see your every move mm. and I think that's the most complaint thing about first person versus third person and yeah, well people people will argue that people argue that that that's some form of cheat um i say people in a sweeping statement there and i don't mean everybody i mean i just mean there are people that will argue that because it's a common it's a common thing that comes back in the discussion yeah yeah it's a common uh which you know, you can't you can't level that because it's it's available to everyone. And I know if I'm stood behind a wall and you're in open in an open field, then then at that point I've got the advantage. But then, you know, you've got to argue what you're doing in that open field if you know that there's someone there. Maybe you don't know there's someone there. And I guess mm. under those circumstances, yes, things things are and an adv- the advantage is there for the person that's doing the third person camera peeking. And you know. I think at the end of the day, you've got to decide which which style you like to play, which side style mm. you're more comfortable playing, and you just play it. And then, because the servers out there to to cater for everyone, you just you just get on with it. And that's 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 all that I ask is that people just do that, and then don't go telling everyone how to play and which which type of game mode they should play. It's much the same as telling someone what style they should play, you know. Daisy should be how you want it to be, not how someone tells you it should be. So, I do agree with that, but you got to understand that most people are just very passionate about their first-person play, right? So, I think no, that's they're not. They're where not really. it comes they're, they're, from. They're scared. They're scared. Sorry to interrupt, but they're scared that <laughs> that the, the, the server population is dwindling, that they're in a min- minority, and that they they need more people to sustain the server pop so that they've got full players servers to PvP on. That's mm. it. That, that's, that's not about it. It might be for you. You might be the exception to the rule. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that people say say it for to, to improve people's experience. Not not the majority anyway. And again, I might I might be I might be setting myself up a little bit there for a for a bit of a backlash. But that's that's just the way I see it. Yeah, that's. Oh, I don't think. I think a lot of people are just passionate about it, to be honest. And of course, um, I don't like to see uh, the 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 population of it like dwindling, like you said, it uh, of first person because it's it's the way I want to play. But at the moment, I'm playing 
third and third person with you uh, on a third person server and I'm playing in a first person perspective like the whole time I didn't go to third person once and when I get in a fight I will hit that enter button if I think about it because otherwise I feel disadvantaged and of course that's what uh, first person servers are for and I don't see first person dying anytime soon I think it's also uh, to people like me and to a lot of other people to keep promoting it and to keep making videos of it and uh, just to give a different you know to to also promote it it's like that right I think, I think it's also it in the right way I think it's fine I, th I think it's absolutely fine if you promote it in a way saying yes it's more immersive I agree a hundred percent it is are you dual carrying? Mm. Are we are we got no way of killing zombies, or are you not dual carrying? I'm not dual carrying. Let me. Okay, well, you're you're zombie man then. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think if 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 it's if people go about it the correct way, then I have no issue at all. It's just there are, there are perhaps it's a minority that don't go about it the right way, and they frustrate me. Yeah, I I understand what you mean, and. Uh... It's not the right way to put it. I mean, they can have their opinion, I think. But it shouldn't be... I think people should play however they want. Because if you force people on a specific, you know, camera, you know, some people just might quit the game because they don't like it anymore. Mm. And the, the majority is obviously playing third person. It's also partly how you promote it. Um, a lot of streamers, for example, at the moment, they're just playing third person. Uh, and I don't think that helps the first person. And uh, they There's are arguing... There's a lot arguing. of streamers doing first person as well now, though. You've got TRNZ, you've got Minder. Um, yes. It, 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 it has become more a thing, but there was a point in time that no one was playing first person. And it's, you know, it doesn't help. It doesn't help the, the cost, right? And sometimes people, I play a lot of, you know, I'm an avid first-person player. And sometimes I play, uh, you know, I get the same comments as you. Like, you know, you're you stupid wall peeker or that kind of stuff. And I don't think that's fair. I think if you, just like you just said, I think if you play on a third-person server, third-person, you know, it's what you agree to play. And people shouldn't complain too much about that. And, and of course, you can have your, you know, your play style and your opinion about it you know otherwise i wouldn't be playing with you right i wouldn't mm. i you know we would never play <laughs> with each other if uh, if i would only play first person and you would only play third person yeah um, i mean I, I i've not played first person now for oh i've actually found a backpack how far are we in an nice. hour and a half it's purple but it'll do i've i've actually stopped playing first person because I don't find I need the immersion over the relaxed nature of playing third person. I don't I don't feel I need it. I don't feel my videos need it and I don't feel the viewers that watch me need it because on a personal level when I'm watching a stream I, I actually find it more relaxing to watch a third person perspective. And that's probably mm. because you watch a I don't know 3 hour stream um perhaps 10 minutes of that is is gunfight and two and two hours and fifty minutes of it is people running around, and I just find it's mm -hmm. it's 
far far easier on the eye to have that um, removed camera view and a lot easier to play so but if you like what watch you know if you like watch an edited daisy first person video do you like hate it or do you do you like it or what do well, you think well because usually with a, an edited first person video it's 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 around the action and i i much prefer um daisy gunplay in first person so hmm. yes without doubt it's better and also if you try and do cinematics or um unless the cinematics are, are the character walking slowly or whatever the cinematics are often shots taken from the eye of the of the character of 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 scenery so mm -hmm. for that purpose I, i think for videos it's fine but you know if i was to watch a stream and i had a choice i'd i'd, I'd prefer to watch a third person stream yeah all right i don't mind it too much but i always get frustrated when i watch third person people are just lying behind a wall or something you know but that's the reason why i like first person better it gives i think better footage uh, in fights as well and, and encounters and i i really think it gives better footage that way and mm. there is less of a standoff i think third person also promotes camping mm -hmm. and yeah, I, i really don't enjoy that part of the game so uh, i guess i just hate it when people camp and third person i just want to you know especially if they shot at me i just want to kill them but uh yeah yeah I, th i think i mean my my play style helps quite a bit with regards to third person play because i don't well it doesn't it doesn't in the what i mean by that is i don't i don't sit behind objects and sit there and wait for people i'm i'm nine times out of ten I'm, i'm on the move and if if i mm -hmm. know someone's camping behind a particular position i'll i'll just you know i'll just flank around them and and try and outplay them that's that's in just, a way yeah if, if yeah, it's, that's if your it, game so I, i i don't feel that impacts me a great deal i do, I do know what you mean though you, you know if, if you're going to have two people playing third person and there's a standoff it, it can be it can be really boring Yeah, and just talking, you know, sometimes I'm just playing randomly and I just hear a voice from behind the fence and I just know they're looking at me from third person. And that's also I, I don't something I don't like. But it's just, um, I probably you know, do the same. It's just a scenario that, that's, you know, yeah, well, the situation that just promotes it. Yeah. Because of it. But the you could also argue that if that person was behind a fence and they couldn't see you and didn't know your position, then the interaction might not take place. They, they might just shoot. They might just come yeah. around the fence and shoot you because they're scared, whereas they, they can use the little mm -hmm. bit of a comfort blanket of the fence and know that they can actually talk to someone. I know I've used that mm -hmm. before. I've used it. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen someone in third person and used, used the, the third person camera aspect to, to, to open up a, a, a something that was... was could have been hostile that turned out not to be hostile because of because of third person so yeah but that's also on to the people themselves and because they're not com uh, comfortable with first person i think i think also it's it's a like you say it's a little bit easier and a little bit more relaxing you know if you get more comfortable with with uh, first person i think this isn't a problem at all you just act differently you get f playing first person It's a whole different game. You gotta play more careful. You cannot just rush over to anything. 
Um, but you could also say pay in third person. You, you, you've got to be more careful because people can see you from more positions, surely. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be spun the other way. Yeah, of course, of course. But I do feel like, you know, obviously we differ from opinion uh, about this. But uh, I do feel like first person, uh, third person promotes that way more. It's the easier thing to do, which is maybe not entirely true. But I feel like it's it's the easier way to to start out with the game. It's the easier way to initially play. So I think people just just prefer that uh, initially. Uh, obviously, a lot a lot more people do that and play more. But I don't think it's uh, I don't think we uh, we can finish this discussion without agreeing to disagree. Well, I think we agreed on certain aspects. I think we agreed yeah, that it's true. more immersive in first person. I think we agreed the gunplay is better in first person. Um, I think we agreed that it's more relaxing to play a third person perspective. Yeah. Um, we also agree that um, the way to promote first person isn't to hate on third person players and, and, and think of them as, as a lesser being. Yeah, that's um, true. What we won't agree on is the fact that you prefer playing first person exclusively and i prefer playing third person exclusively so you know we're never <laughs> we can't we can't we can't come to an agreement on that because we both prefer a, a different style of playing the game so that's just that's just one of those things you know we can't we can't alter that yeah that's true but and it's not it's not like and it's not like you're dealing with someone here that doesn't know how it is to play first person you know, I know, no, no, I know exactly I know. how it is. I know, I We've know how together. to play first. Yeah, I, I can, I can hold my own in first person. I just don't feel as comfortable playing it, and I don't feel as as relaxed. And for me, playing a video game, it's more about having enjoyment than it is being on my toes all the time, where which is how I feel in first person. And I can't, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't complete this discussion with you in first person as 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 in a, in such a relaxed manner because i would be mm -hmm. more concerned about what's happening in the game so you so, agree that first person is also a more tense experience i do yeah yeah i mean when i've not played first person for a long time which uh, the last time i, I can't think of the, the a time frame but it was probably three or four months i hadn't played and then you dragged me on a first person server and <laughs> and the it ratcheted the tension up a hell of a lot for me and i, I didn't feel um in my comfort zone like i do when i you know as, as soon as i load daisy up and join a server i feel that i can play the game to a to a reasonably high level and i'm confident that i can deal with majority of scenarios but as soon as you throw me into a first-person perspective, I don't, I don't, it takes me a little bit out of my comfort zone. And there goes the server once again. I think we should find somewhere else, Rene. Oh, no, this is a normal restart, I think. Yeah, we'll just stay on it. Uh, if it happens again, we can always switch. We've more or less covered first-person, third-person. I think we've... I don't know, you could go on for all night and you could spend a whole the whole podcast on that very topic. I just... You know, I, I see it on Reddit time and time again, and I just I, d I don't want to get involved in the in the conversation because I just know which way it will go, and it just frustrates the hell out of me. You know, you've got. But it's people not. That... It's not everyone, right? 
Oh, there it's are... not everyone. No, it's a vocal minority, and I know that. And but they're they're very vocal, and as I say, they frustrate the hell out of me. And and it just, I prefer. There are third person servers. There are first person servers. You go play where you want. Just just it, it's your choice, and j just let people live. <laughs> let people do what <laughs> they want. Yeah. No, I agree. I think. I think you should let do people what they want. Um, if people are so passionate about uh, first person, they should play it. A lot of people do play it, especially with the Daisy Underground servers around. So just keep doing that if you enjoy first person or do like me, play both. Um, you know, otherwise FT and I would be, wouldn't be playing together. I think we both have very different ideas about looting. Do you dig that too? Well, I know that I can give you a side of a town to loot, or I don't mean that as in I'm <laughs> telling you what to do. I, I just say, you know, you go right, I go left, and mm -hmm. we can search the town, and then w we come to the end of the town, and you'll say, did you find a burlap sack? And I'll say, no, there wasn't any here. And you said, well, I just want to have a quick look in a couple of the garages that you might have missed. Really, <laughs> I didn't miss anything. I've done the, I've done the whole town. And then you'll come out with a burlap sack and a big smile on your face. And, <laughs> you know, you, 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 yes, you definitely are more thorough with the looting. But, I mean, when I, when I start with a character, I, I, I have, I used to have, um, my thoughts were this. I had to get a gun. That was my, that was my priority. I, the gun was the first thing I wanted. Then some form of backpack. I'd worked towards a backpack and... Um, that would allow me to collect pretty much anything that I wanted. Uh, you know, I, I would collect everything and hoard everything until all all of the parts matched up. So the ammo that I'd been collecting would would go with mm -hmm. the gun, and that's that's pretty much how I uh, how I go about it. And you're a bit more methodical. You'll go you'll go through every building, every car, every shed. You'll drive me yeah, insane. Yeah, that's true. Won't you, Renny? I will go through a lot. I don't think I'm methodical, too methodical anyway. I'm only methodical up to a certain point. Um, I'm up you're to partially methodical. I, th I think you're methodical or you're not. I don't. I, don't <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm up to a certain point. Sometimes I feel like, nah, there's nothing in this town, and then I'm just, you know, back out, and I just don't check the last couple of buildings for example and i think if you're methodical you loot every single house and every single place in every single room that's yeah. that's obsessive but yes i mean the, mm. but I, I can go into a town and, and do three houses and and get a bit of a feel for the place and just say uh, we're moving on i've had enough you know but i think talking of looting we should we should definitely kill the military zombies at this little base we're at Okay, I never do that. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Okay, I will kill them. So this will this will tell us whether or not your for, your style of looting is better than my style, won't it? No, it won't. It will, because you didn't want to kill these, and I do. So let's see what we come away with. But it doesn't mean it's wrong. Where is uh, it? 24 9 mil. There you go, 9 mil. So we've got some 9 mil rounds, and we've got a tin opener. <laughs> worth I it. think it was worth it for the 9 mil. So, yeah, I, I can go into a town and, and loot three or four houses and be very... and be fed up and be ready for moving. 
Mm. I think you get a feel for a town, though, don't you? You, you, you yeah, do, that's af- true. After a, a few houses, you can get a feel for a town in it as to whether or not it's worth staying. But then, yeah, that's you know, true. I, I can start. I can start off um, on a character, and I can happily, literally, go into every house and every shed and every loot spawn point and 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 do them all from from spawn. But mm-hmm. if if I'm say this far into a character, so two hours in, and we're now going to head over towards somewhere near Severograd, I'll, I'll pick my houses. You know, I have favourite houses that I go into that I feel that have mm-hmm. better loot than other houses, so I'll pick those houses, and I'll also just sometimes exclusively loot cars, because a car has as many loot points as a house, but it's so so much faster to go around and, and vicinity search the car than it is to than it is to go inside a house and loot all the rooms. So yeah, it depends also on what mood you are. I don't think that should should be should matter, but uh, I think you well, should you, be you, you should feel urged to loot, right? Your your mood can be predicted by the amount of time you've spent looting already. You know, it can be yeah, that's it true. can be very frustrating. You've got four different pistols and you've got four different types of ammo, and none of them will will mix and match together. Um. And you're getting very frustrated. I mean, I, I've I've actually got as far as the Northwest Airfield before with 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 non mix non mix and match guns. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't uh, have a gun when you went to the airfield. Yeah, yeah. That's so onto the airfield. You went onto the airfield without a gun. Yeah. I would never do that. I would never go into the airfield without a gun. No, well, I'd spent I'd done a northern run. I'd spent the best part of two hours running across and. I just thought, well, what 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 have I got to lose? I'm I'm at a very high loot area. Your life, but my life meant nothing at that point because I didn't have anything to defend it with. <laughs> it had no value. Your life always matters. Not if you've not if you've run a character for two hours and you've got nowhere. Other of course than it does because no, if you I could spawn in, in I end... could spawn in and find all that I had and more. Within the first thirty minutes, I, I spawned in when I was streaming earlier in the week. I spawned in. When uh, 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 first town I went to was Mister. I came out of that town mm-hmm. with everything. I had a, a shotgun. I had a pistol. I had a backpack. I had all the clothing I needed. I was energized. I was hydrated, and I was uh, healthy. It shouldn't be that way, but it was that way. Mm-hmm. So how how could you put how could you put a value on a life of two hours of running across the map and not having anything other than a bit of clothing and guns that you can't shoot. It's well, no value. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't see it that way. I think it's, you know, of course you should strive for a gun and, you know, to be able to defend yourself with, but I, I would never go on the airfield um without a gun i mean i've done it sometimes but you know it's you can't say you'd times, never do it then yeah i would <laughs> that's true you'd rarely do it yeah yeah i would you know it, it happens sometimes that i that I, I can remember one time that it happened and uh, that was that was very rare so it, it was similar i had like a gun uh, without matching ammo and I only had a couple of bullets and that was it. I made a friend though 
So, uh, good times. But uh, on the other hand, I, I just feel more comfortable going you know, around the airfield or, or away from the airfield again. Because, you know, I do this all the time uh, with Starry so- Sober even. I, I, you know, if I don't feel comfortable with my current weaponry going somewhere, I'm just going to avoid it. I go to a different town to come back later, maybe. It's just something, if I feel it's too dangerous, I, you know, I, I even, I try to avoid it. I, I don't go to the airfield very often. You don't take the risk and you're right next to the airfield and you've run across the map. You, you don't take the risk of get, going on the airfield and there's a chance there's not going to be people there and you can get a gun that you've got ammo for or you get ammo for a gun. It's very rare though. Well, I don't know. I mean, yes, the airfield's not the loot haven it used to be, but... No, that's not what I mean. I mean, you very go rare to the airfields. Yeah. And you're in such a disadvantage without a gun. That's more what I'm going at. It's it's just I wouldn't do it because it's just it's almost like suicide. Nah, the ninety percent of Daisy players can't shoot anyway. You'll be all right. <laughs> well, I'm one of them, probably. Oh, you're one of the ten percent, Rene. Yeah. You can shoot. You just choose not to. I can shoot sometimes. Your voice is your weapon. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Well, I, I hope I hope it is anyway. But you would never do that, right? Do you, like, sometimes don't feel comfortable enough to go to a town and then avoid a specific area completely because you just don't feel up for it? No. If, I, if I'm 100% healthy, um, you, you may recall, I think you were watching the stream that I did earlier in the week, I'd taken taken some damage and I was near Starry Novi the Starry Novi crossover and mm-hmm. I, I'd got a red nine and there was automatic guns being fired and I made the decision at that point that it was not it's not actually safe for me to try and get involved in in that fight yeah but I backed away and decided it was a fight for another day so there are times I'll do it but if I'm 100% healthy and I've got something that I I, I feel I can fight with yeah, I'll I'll fight with it. Mm. Yeah, I would. Uh, I I'm even backing out of you know staying away from areas uh, because I think there are people. I don't even know if there are people or not. No, I, I don't. Any t- any place I used to avoid was Mishkino, and I don't go to Tizzy very often. But it's more, I don't really want to do the whole big journey to Tizzy um, to come across people that are third person camp in a specific building that that needs uh-huh. that needs looking at yeah so i don't i don't feel that the time it takes to get to tizzy is worth the fairly high chance of dying yeah that's true so you do have this this sometimes well tizzy is the place and uh, but mishkino I, I didn't go to mishkino that often because i just felt people were camping it for that so, so again, the risk—you you, know—you weigh up the risk and reward. And mm-hmm. to me, Tizzy and Mishkino, the, the old Mishkino, were not were not worth the risk for the reward that you got. Yeah. So, I think we do feel the same, like have similar uh, behaviors around this. But I'm way more nervous than uh, in in some situations, probably. And uh, and you have the bar way lower, no higher. 
yeah, higher, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say I don't give a shit at all about anything. It's very, very specific for me, mm. location-wise. You, you might not go Novi, Starry, North, Northwest Airfield, Tizzy. You know, you'll have quite a number of places that you'll perhaps swerve, whereas, whereas for me, at the moment, the only place I don't go is Tizzy. And, it, and it's, yeah. it's a risk-reward, and it's the time to get there. You know, if, if Tizzy was in the middle of the map, I wouldn't, I wouldn't run around it. I didn't run around Mishkino. I just, just didn't. If, there's so many other places I felt that you could go that would 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 give you a better reward for for the the dangers that were there. So. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. I I felt I I felt, always felt the same about Mishkino. Now it's changed. It's uh, it's a little bit different. Um, a lot of people are <laughs> mourning that it's changed like some people really like that area to fight other groups of players and that kind of stuff but uh, for me that wasn't i was most of the times i went there i probably died so yeah because you're going up against organized groups that are already in place um, yeah ready to shoot you you know it doesn't take any mm. it's not hard to kill people in this game and especially if you're already set up and there's a number of you you know you can see all en entry points you've got no sway on your gun person that's coming in um is undergeared because that's why they're there um yeah. you know it's not it's not difficult it's not a fair fight that's why i often like the times i would like going there is when i was kitted out and i could go there and deal with these people that are doing that that's that's well, that's where where a bit of the enjoyment comes from mishkino um yeah i guess so i remember when we all when we found this sniper i think running man spot him and we hauled him up remember that was fun. Yeah, oh, the one on the hill there, on the yeah, mm -hmm. on the west hill. You held him up, actually, Rennie. <laughs> yeah. My I opinion did. of you changed that day. You went up to him and went, "Don't move! Don't move a single muscle! I will shoot you!" Well, you didn't put that voice on like that, but you <laughs> shouted. <laughs> at him. You scared me. Sounded like BA. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot him, you fool! <laughs> I can't do it, obviously. <laughs> it sounds a bit like this. I've got my BA in your pocket. I, I just perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah, FT has this device on his uh, desk that uh, makes BA sounds. <laughs> so we've covered different ideas about looting, but not the basic concept of loot zones and what to do if the loot run you're on is very scarce and it feels like it's being snatched away from me. I guess we did touch on it with me saying yeah, four we, houses. Yeah, I York. think we touched that, yeah. And the loot zones, I think Daisy has a loot economy. That's what it's called, central loot economy. And that's basically the concept in which they are providing all the items in the game to us. So all the houses and that kind of stuff, they have spawn points, all the cars even some other objects like heli crashes and that kind of stuff they all have loot around and obviously they have a big job to do like always to balance the loot and also with the loot they can try to move people to different areas that's where this loot zones come into place can you explain the loot zones to the people who not have heard about it or might need some refreshment <laughs> well the the idea is is that they're banded so you could put a big a section of circles across the whole of Chinaris and then as you work your way in through those circles, the outer circle would be zone one, 
zone two is the, the second one then as you work closer to the northwest it works into zone four but they can alter these zones it doesn't it's not strictly by banding that i as i've described it that's just to give you the concept um mm. they've also touched on this in the status report haven't they they've, they've talked about how they're not partly yeah they're not really happy with the way things that things are happening at the moment you can feel it while you're playing as well it's it's not it's not how it should be you'll get you go to a certain house and you'll find six repeaters um yeah or you'll find five of the same hat so that's the sort it's of thing always that... though it's just from time to time you come across a house or a bus oh, that's what, like yeah. that yeah that's what i mean it's not like every house is like that obviously but those are the sort of things they're trying to eradicate and as brian puts it he likes the word iteration or iterate <laughs> I, I've always feel, I always find it's a funny word to use, but uh, yeah, basically they're they're working on it. Yeah, it's just step one, and then you go to step two, and then you go to step three, and uh, with every step you improve how things work, and you also try to balance it that way. And uh, I think that's mainly what loot zones are about. They um, so uh, when you're at the coast, when you're in loot zone one, there is a little loot around. But when you go to uh, zone two, there's a little bit more loot around. And like that, they can like force people to to move inland uh, a little bit more because, you know, everyone wants to survive in this game. Well, maybe some people don't. <laughs> but uh, everybody yeah, wants the fat loot, though. Everyone wants the loot. That's for sure. So that's that's one surefire way of getting them in. Talking of the loot, just outside the edge of this town is a yeah. three or four tents. We should we should definitely look at. Yeah, three I think. Well, yeah, it's Verograd, right on the western edge. I'm just overlooking the uh, the fire station. And that does actually remind me, Renee, mm. that I've been very lax with my videos recently. And I know this is not a place to pimp my videos or talk about my videos really because <laughs> we're talking about Daisy. But yeah, I've got that that particular encounter. I it's still a bit of a rare place. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a rare place to have. We had an encounter at uh, Severograd, and it was was it a, was it night time? I don't was know. I think it was. But basically, we we got in that zone again. I spoke about earlier where you feel completely comfortable. In fact, it was at the at the start of the at the top of the podcast. Um, you feel completely comfortable, and there's you've been playing for a couple of hours we've been playing for two or three hours and not seen anyone and um mm -hmm. i challenged Rene to hit the top of the fire station and i won't give too much away here because i think i will be doing a video um with his gun he was four three four hundred meters out maybe he had a scope i told him a point to hit and he tried to shoot it and missed and then tried again and missed so i said i'd have a go i'm just about to shoot and there's a guy 20 meters from me took a shot at Rene. Rene was I don't know 200 meters away from me and it just scared the absolute shit out of me this this guy suddenly shot at Rene, and it all hell broke loose loose from there it was yeah it was fun <laughs> yeah keep an eye on the videos no uh, I don't know I will I will put it in but it's not my next video <laughs> but I still have it saved I've got a to-do video a to-do folder now and it's it's got a it's got a video I need to work on, and that one. The problem is both of them from streams, and I'm a little. I initially started out by saying that I I won't do streams and put them into videos, but I, if the if the if the footage warrants it, I, I will. 
It's just like, I don't know. I feel like you're almost like you're cheating the people that have come to the stream. They've they've sat there and waited two hours for something to happen, and um, you then go and put it in a video for everyone else that didn't wait the two hours. But I suppose that's not really the right way to look at it. If it's worth putting in a video, it's worth putting in a video. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I would just don't do it like always. I think if you're if you're a YouTuber, I think you should uh, you should always like you know also have, have some exclusive exclusivity. Yeah. yeah. Paul, you won't get this far and listen to this, but we're talking about <laughs> you here. <laughs> uh, that's just my opinion, but uh, yeah, I think you should. You know, it's cool to have some exclusive content, but it doesn't mean doesn't mean you don't have to leave uh, streams out of the context. Sometimes stuff is too cool to uh, to leave out, and mm. I've done that in the past, and you have done it in the past. Obviously, your bar is higher when you're when you have been streaming. You know, something really cool has to happen. Will you put it in a video? Yeah, I think I think I could do a lot more in the way of stream highlights, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't like doing it so much. Hmm. Yeah, it's okay. If you don't want to, you don't do. And if you do want to, you do. Mm. <laughs> so simple. Yeah, it works. Um, I wanted to ask you. Do you remember your first camp? Mm, I do. So what's the story of your first camp? Well, obviously it goes back to mod days. Yeah. Because I presume you mean the first camp in mod. I mean, I could say the first camp in standalone. Let's do that first. I don't, I don't even think of it. I mean, but the base bandit would be the first serious attempt at, at uh, setting up some form of camp on standalone. Mm. But the base bandit series. That was which, cool. Yeah, I thoroughly Which enjoyed we talked that. about last time. <laughs> yeah, we shan't, we shan't, we shan't. We, there needs no more pimping. Now, that was, that was, um, but yeah, that was that was thorough, thoroughly enjoyable. But in, in the mod, you could be more successful with your base because we all know Armour Two it has had has its little glitches and problems, shall we say? And you could you could hide tents a lot easier. You could put them if you pitched a tent. It wasn't it wasn't like in in the in the standalone. If you try and pitch a tent, it, it says it's not flat ground or you can't do it because there's an uh, an obstruction. In the mod, mm. it it just pinged the tent wherever, and we 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 had a very successful base at Riffy, but none of the tents were visible because we just pitched them right next to the rocks, and and the bulk of the tent went into the rock. You know, you had to bring your inventory up to find out the contents of the tent, and it's not like it, it might sound a little bit dirty doing doing it that way, but it it was it was the way people hid their tents. You know, that's that's how people yeah. did it. We did um, it too, like that. So. That that was that that's wasn't the first one, but that's where where we had the most successful base. But I remember when we first started out making making bases, you used to be able to. I don't did it. Did you, everyone get a map? I think it did. You could press M and you brought it brought the map up, or at least on some servers. Um, yeah. And you could you could write on the map. You could put positions on the map. So Toby, we we built built this map uh, built this base. It was a stupid place. It was on top of a hill right next to Mogilevka, Um that we thought would be good because we would be able to find it and we'd remember where it was. So that that was the whole sole basis of this positioning of this base. We would find it, therefore it was good. And Toby marked, marked the map and put uh, base, um, just, just wrote base on the map. And mm -hmm. 
we'd be coming back to this base and there would be people all over flocking all from all over there would be gunfights we'd be like what is going on why 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 is this why is this position so shit yes okay it's near Mogilevka it's central to the map but why is there so much traffic so many people coming through here and then I brought the map up and I said who wrote our base on the map and who drew a big cock as well and Toby said what I said someone's someone's put our base on the map who's uh, <laughs> I did and I said why did you write that on there everyone sees it and he didn't realize that everyone would see that as soon as you open the map up whoever had wrote on on the map everyone on the server saw what what had been written on the map and and obviously people were drawing big cocks but people people were also finding our base because Toby had told everyone <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hilarious oh man but we, you know you learn you learn from these things it it took mm. the servers the server owners some server owners obviously were were right on the ball with that because they didn't want pictures of willies on the map so they would yeah. they would clear clear the clear the maps but um i would clear the maps because yeah. it was like a shared map and if i saw something stupid on the map i would just clear it because i you know obviously for obvious reasons i didn't like it so <laughs> but you saw like some people were just looking for bases all the time and they were just marking them on the map for other people yeah. to go and find yeah wasn't wasn't ideal, I have to say, but you know he didn't he didn't know about the concept and just thought he was writing it on the map for himself so he could remember it. But no, <laughs> and mm. you could also put markers on the map, so it made it so easy. You know, Toby wrote base right near Mogilevka. You just open your map up, click a marker on the map, and you'd see a little in game. You'd see a green marker. I seem to remember that would just take you straight there. Have you got a slosh, Renee? Um, well, I was just uh, running to this way. Okay. It's good. So you've got your own little camping story then, Rene? Well, I think the first camp I remember vividly is... Initially, I met a group of, of players. And, you know, a lot of you already know who I'm talking about. Uh, they were called uh, Oleg and Jam. And... Uh, Initially, when I met them, they wouldn't tell me their camp location because they they were just being very careful. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, okay. You know, I didn't mind too much. I was just happy that I had some people to roll with. And we, we played like almost every day since then. And uh, at some point we decided to like build a new camp together. And I think it was at some sort of plateau south of Tolina. And Tolina back then was a very small town. No one would go there, almost. And it was just in between two pine trees. We had the tents back then. They were very very military. So unless you would basically stand in the trees, you wouldn't be able to see it. Just like barrels are now in Daisy Standalone, I guess. I think we had this camp for like a long time. I think we had it for weeks and weeks. And we were playing on a server called RPZ uh, Rock Paper Zombies. And... That server, we just always played on there. And at some point, Oleg, he went to that camp. Or camp to drop some guns off or pick up a gun. I don't remember. Suddenly he got, he got like killed. And he was like, oh no, I was, I was just leaving the camp. Someone, someone's at our camp. So he was panicked a little bit, right? So because it was such a good place and we didn't want to lose our stuff and that kind of stuff. And I was like 
pretty close. I was like five minutes away. So I ran over there and there was a bandit and he was running just away from the camp. And I just, you know, I shot him. And for me, you know, that was, uh, I didn't shoot a lot of people back then. But uh, that was like, you know, it was a pretty good shot for me. But it was also someone who wasn't paying attention. He was just running away from our camp. He had just looted. And back then he had side chat. So he was very frustrated. And he told everyone like, oh, I hate dying. And it was, uh, it was like the single kill on side dude that was on the server. There was like, he was the murderer on the server. So we felt great about it afterwards. But also a little bit sad because we had to move our camp. And it was, you know, probably because he followed uh, my friend's back to our camp that's probably how we found found it mm. and uh yeah that was uh that was double double feeling it's good though that you got the revenge for oleg yeah yeah that was that was awesome that was there was a pretty euphoric moment to be honest that was that was awesome i think the level of adrenaline i mean you still i still you know if i get involved in a a gunfight on a character that I care about, because we, we've covered this earlier, that perhaps mm-hmm. sometimes I don't care for my characters as much as I should, apparently. Um, <laughs> the the adrenaline of a gunfight is, is pretty intense. But back then, when you, you're not so hardened to it, it was, the, the intensity was even greater, you know, because you're just not used to these situations you're not used to getting into fights and you'll not you'll never replace those feelings you'll never get them again to the to the the same intensity unless unless they somehow bring something into the game that that gives you that sort of fear so perhaps Hmm. in the future further down the line when that scenario you just described happens again for for perhaps a future base then you may get sort of similar intensities but i don't know I i think that's i think that's just natural you can't can't get those feelings back. No, I don't. I don't mean they're not there. You know, I just mean the intensity of them's not there. Yeah, this is the whole reason why people say, like, to newer players, don't look for a map, don't ask too many questions, just go into the game and experience it like blind. Because I think that's how a lot of us did it. And obviously, when you need help, ask for help. But uh, this whole feeling of of getting lost in a map, you know, that's something we never get back and mm. that's something all the veterans crave for so if you're a new new player enjoy that feeling that's for sure because that's something that's really really special if you yeah you should cherish that mm. i'm at the wall by the way so are we are we are we wrapping this up now Rene? as as like this could be like a theme as we yeah as we come to the end of a podcast we are now approaching commence military base. Yeah. And we we're, we're going to have to give it a little bit more attention perhaps than we've given the game whilst doing the podcast. Not that we haven't you know, we haven't survived, we have. Um yeah. but this this could be until now. This could be this could be yeah, we're on a full pop server. 60 players, 58 other players. I'm in the trees at the moment above with a sniper rifle about to take a look into the base um wait for my breath to come back Rene's a little bit closer because he's got close quarter weapons and uh, mm-hmm. 
we'll report back in episode what will be episode three or part three or number three of the podcast yeah maybe predict will we survive will we survive i've got a cr527 with a um scope two rounds and i've got a shotgun with 12 rounds what what, what do you what are you taking into this i got a repeater with 14 plus 20 rounds so enough rounds for basically this whole base i have enough bullets that's for sure but do you have uh, anything close quarters or is it just your repeater no it's my repeater i'm a little bit nervous <laughs> to be honest i've got a, a red nine i should have given you that's fine that's fine it's too late now okay see you all in the next episode catch you all next time bye bye